All right, Jabosai, good morning. Good morning. I'll go to Vach. Hopefully, you have a beautiful Shabbos. Uplifting Shabbos is Shkachter of Kalman Akiva for delivering a beautiful shir yesterday. We are picking up in Yerat Hashem today. Daf Mem Aleph. Begin by thanking all of our sponsors. So, thank our Talmud Torah sponsors for the month of Adar, Stephen Tarizin, for dedicating all the Shirman Shoshos this month in loving memory of Terry's father, Tzvi Hirsch Ben Yosef HaKohen. To thank Paul and Kathy Pollack for dedicating all the Shirman Shoshos this month in commemoration of the yard site of Paul's grandparents, Zecharia Ben Zecharia and Dina Bas Pesach. To thank our Week of Learning sponsors, Dr. Ron and Mrs. Gartenhouse, Dr. and Mrs. Gartenhouse, for dedicating the learning this week in the Schuss of Rafu Shalima for Natan Ben Rifka. And our Dafyomi sponsor for today, Adam Plunkham, commemoration of the yard site of Harav Moshe Ben David Ramosha Feinstein, Zechar Tadik Levracha. We hope that the merit of our Tamatora, all of the Nisham Osav and Aliyah, the families in the and all those who require a refuah should have one together with Kol Cholay Yisrael. Now, as with that, let us begin. So we are picking up, actually, let's pick up from the top of Mem Aleph, Ahmed Aleph. First, literally, again, top of the line. Visu. So remember, we're focusing now again on the fascinating topic regarding the concluding shaving rites of the Nazir. Specifically focusing on the instrument or utensil used for that particular shaving. So take a quick look at the rush. A quick look at the rush. So the rush says as follows. V'su so again, if you were to think that again, you could go ahead and do the final shaving with a type of plane. So look at the rush. First rush, left hand margin. This is a very important idea. Work not, the Gemara says, work not for the fact were not for the fact that Allah again, now the truth is, we should point out over here, and Rashi points this out, this is actually specifically referring to the shaving of the Metzorah, not the shaving of the Nazir. So again, if you I'm jump around a little bit here, look at Rashi for just a moment. Remember again, if you were to think that the final shaving of a Metzorah could be done ultimately again with a type of plane and doesn't require a, wouldn't require a razor, then essentially, how would the use of a razor be permitted at all. After all, we have a concept of Reish Lakish, Da'amar, Reish Lakish, Da'amar, back to the Gemara, Komakom Sha'ata Motzi, Asevalo Sase. So we'll say this is an incredible idea. Any situation in which you find a conflict between an Asei and a Lo Sase. So we'll say, so what's that? Look? Now, in other words, essentially what we're saying is like this. Any time with the performance of an Asei seems to be at odds with the performance or the violation of a Lo Sase, so what's that? Look? If you're able somehow to go ahead and balance both of them, fantastic. The imlav, and if not, yavo Rather, I will say again, we have this concept in halacha of asay docha losase. Asay docha losase. So I will say, so just to formulate the argument over here, the Gemara is saying it must be that a mitzora must shave his head with a razor. Why? Because we'll say, if it was just optional to use a razor, then what would be the, what be the halacha? If it was just optional to use a razor, then what? Then what? You shouldn't be able to use it. Why? Because we'll say, the use of a razor, and again, we're going to more explicitly discuss in just a moment, the use of a razor on the head, and on the face for that matter, 
is an issue of hashchasas peos or hashchasas zakon, right? Either to go out and destroy your peos, right? Or to destroy the beer. You're not allowed to use a razor for shaving purposes. Now, again, on a technical level, again, a razor could be used just from a halachic perspective. In certain words, you could use a razor to shave your neck. You could use a razor to shave the back of your neck. The issue is the use of a razor, again, at five specific points. Again, by the, I don't know what you call this area right over here. Temples. Temples. Yeah, temples, right? The jaw bones, jaw bones, and the chin, right? That's an isr da'oraisa. And by the payas, and again, by the head is to use a razor again by the area of the payas. Salochalamaisa, again, the Gemara suggesting is like this. The Gemara suggesting is, if indeed it was optional to go ahead and use a razor for the head shaving of the mitzora, you didn't have to, but it, it's, on, it's, it's a possibility. It wouldn't make sense because the use of a razor for the shaving of one's head is an isr da'araisa. And therefore, I'm going to say, by the way, in the mitzora, as opposed to the nazir, remember again, the mitzora is a full body shaving, as opposed to the nazir, which is just the head. Again, it would represent an isr da'araisa. So now, if you tell me that a razor is required, fine. Because then what do we have over here? What do we have over here? We have an assay and a los assay. So whenever the only way to perform the assay is through violation of a los assay, what's talacha? What's talacha? Do it. Do it. But, says Reish Lakish, if you could perform the assay without violating the los assay, then of course do that. So the fact that a razor could be used by the Mitzvah must indicate to us that it's not optional Ultimately, again, but mandatory. That was, I'll just point out, Rabbi Nachman says so beautifully, what's the concept, right? So we know that, and by the way, the concept of Asei Doche Losasei is a Halacha Lemaisa concept. Rabbi Nachman says it's also a Shkafa Lemaisa concept. So what does this mean? In the world of spiritual growth, right, what's the proper trajectory? So David HaMelech already spells it out for us. David HaMelech says, it's Sur Meirah Right? The goal in life really is to identify the negative things that are holding me back, deal with those, literally again, veer away from the evil, and then do good. Because the problem is, the problem is, if I start with the asetov, if I start with the asetov, and then don't deal with the surmeira, which of course is so tempting, because it's always much more exciting to like take on dynamic, beautiful, new initiatives and things, and much more difficult and I'm much more reticent to deal with my baggage. The problem is, if you don't go ahead and deal with your baggage, it's like what Chazal called tovel v'sheretz piyado. You're going into the mikvah doing all these wonderful things, but you're still holding on to the source of impurity. Rabbi Nachman says, it's true. In an ideal world, the rate to growth, the path to growth is sormeira v'asetov. The Rebbe says, there's only one thing. We often don't live in an ideal world. So what do I do? And we know that there are times in life I can't deal with my baggage. That's an actual statement, by the way, right? There are times in life where I just, I, I, can't, I can't deal with my, I know what it is. I've identified it. I even know what has to change. I know how it has to change. So this on Thursday night, but I'm just, I'm just not ready to do it. I'm just not ready or I don't feel able to do it. So what do you do in that type of situation? The Rebbe says, it's okay. Asay, dochelos asay. The Rebbe says, sometimes again, sometimes again, although it is ideal, it is ideal to deal with your losa asays before your asays, sometimes in life what you need to get moving is just a little positive momentum. Right? Sometimes you just got to start going. You just got to start doing anything. The Rebbe says, that's the episode of asay, something positive, spiritually dynamic, 
Doche lo sase can help you rid yourself of some of the ice, some of the negativity. So in the ideal world, surmeira v'aseitov. Piti evet, if you're not ready for that, asay doche lo sase. Rabbi Nachman, incredible. Rabbi Eliezer, my time. Shabbos we'll say. So where does Rabbi Eliezer learn his concept? That namely that the taglachas of a mitzora. That the shaving of a mitzvah is ultimately again done with a razor. Where does he learn this from? Yolif me rosho. He learns that from the word rosho. What's the word rosho? The sanyo, because we learned rosho. The pasuk is rosho. So we'll say. So this again is talking about by the mitzvah. Just the pasuk in its entirety is vayo b'yom ashvi yigaloch es kol saaro es rosho v'es zikano v'es kabos enov v'es kol saaro yigaleach. So we'll say. It's interesting because the Pasuk itself, as we're going to see, really seems to be repetitive. The Torah says, on the seventh day, he'll go ahead and cut, right, shave off all of his hair. And then it says, his head, his beard, his eyebrows, right, all of his hair. All of his hair. So I will say, so why does the Torah have to say Rosho? Not Hamad Lomar. Why does it have to say, why does it have to say Rosho by the Nazir? So watch this. So the Fishinemar Gabi Nazir, Tar Lo Yavar Al Rosho. During, during his nether nazirus, the Torah says a razor may not come upon his head. So the Gemara says, So I'm trying to tell I might have thought that the same halach applies to a nazir mitzora. They both say, Who's a nazir mitzora? On a simple level, a guy with a lot of tsaras, right? But, but on a deeper level, right? Nazir is just like it sounds like, right? He's a Nazir, he's a Nazir who contracted tsaras. So now, here's what's fascinating. A Nazir Mitzora runs into a fascinating issue, which is he's in the middle of his Nadinaziros. He's closing out the purification process for his tsaras. Part of the purification process for his tsaras is what? Is what? Head shaving. I mean, it's body shaving, right? But from, from, from the Nazir perspective, from the Nazir perspective, it's head shaving. So we'll say, so now what does he do? What does he do? So that's, that's the drush over here. So the Gemara says, I might have thought, I might have thought when the Pasuk says, Tarlo Yavra Arosho, that a Nazir is not permitted to cut his hair. Yochol af Nazir Mitzora Kain. I might have thought that the same halach applies to a Nazir who is a Mitzora. Talmud Lomar, Rosho. Therefore, the Pasuk says, ultimately, Rosho, which Rabbi Eliezer is darshaning to teach me, that Halacha Lama a Nazir who is a Mitzora, does in fact shave his head for the concluding rituals of the of Tzara'as. So the Gemara says, Mimai. The Gemara says, how do you know this? Mimai. So the Gemara says, uh, actually, if you take a look, um, take a look at the rush. For, actually, not yet, not yet. So the Gemara says, Mimai. So Dilma, the Olam Afilu, but one second, maybe when Mitzorah shaves his head, who says that he has to use a razor? Maybe even if he just uses some type of plane, that should be enough. So if that's the case again, then why even mention razor? To which the Gemara says, maybe to teach me, so maybe the Halach Chama said to teach you that you can even use a razor, because after all, so we'll say, I might have thought like this. When a Nazir goes ahead and cuts his hair, shaves his head, not, 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 not at the conclusion of his Nazirus, but during the duration of his Nazirus. If he goes and he cuts his hair, he's going to be Chayiv. Maybe the Mitzorah ultimately again should be Chayiv as well. 
Kamash Malam Dilo, Kamash know that when the Mitzorah cuts his head with, cuts his hair, shaves his head with the razor, there is no liability for that. I want to say, take a quick look at the rush for just a moment. So the rush is about, uh, about 15 lines up from the bottom. Mitzorah Nami Mechaev Imhu Nazir, Umishani Im Isa Dein Taglachas Mitzorah Dafka Betar Lodachi Kevan Dafshem Laki Tri. Turn and climb Shneem Kirish Laki. Fine. So we'll see that in just a moment. So the Gemara says, Zigimar says as follows: Because we'll say at the end of the day, if he would have thought that the mitzorah at the end of his purification process, if he were to be able to cut his hair with something other than a razor, i.e., some type of plane, and that would in fact satisfy the criteria, then what Rabbi say? We go back to Rish Lakish's point. Rabbi remember again what's Rish Lakish's point? Whenever you have a clash between an Asay and a Lo Sasei, what's Ta'alacha? What's Ta'alacha? Well, actually, let me take that back. Whenever a clash between an Asay and a Lo Sasei, we have two possibilities. Possibility one is, if there is a way to go ahead and perform the Asay without violation of the Lo Sasei, then what? Then what? Then that's your obligation. The only time the Asay is going to be Docha the Lo Sasei is when? Is when? When the performance of the Asay is impossible without the violation of the law of Sase. But if indeed, and so I'm circling back, if indeed it was possible for the Mitzorah to go ahead and shave his head with something other than a razor, then of course, what would be the halacha? What would be the halacha? He can't use a razor. Fine. So you must say, V'rabanan. So I'm just circling back. V'rabanan. Hi, Roshom, my Darshibay. So I'll say, this is great. What did the Rabbanon do with Rosho? So remember again, Rabbi Eliezer is coming to teach me that halacha l'maysa, Rosho comes to teach me that the Mitzorah as part of his purification process, has to use a razor. Okay? Did Rabbanon have a separate drasha for that? From where, what do the Rabbanon do with Rosho? So this is fascinating. So this is very interesting. So the Rabbanon used the word Rosho. Rosho is the license, is the license to violate the love of Hakafa. Rabbi say Hakafa is the love of removing your payas. Removing your payas. Now watch this. Let's go through the Joshua. The Sanya, really very interesting. The Sanya, Lo Sakifu Pa'as Roshechem. So I'll say the Pasik says, literally translated, you're not allowed to round out the corners of your head. So the Gemara says, Yachal Af Mitzorakin. Rabbi say, what I want to point out is something very interesting. We're going to see this in the Gemara. Let me just tell it to you now also. The, the, the way, when you look at the Sefer HaChinuch, when you look at the Sefer HaChinuch on this, on this, uh, on this Pasek, what, what's the problem here? Right, Torah is telling me, I can't sh- literally shave the sides of my head. It's telling me about rounding out the corners of my head. So shave the, what, what's, what's the Pshat? So the Sefer HaChinuch on this mitzvah says, because people used to do this in order to mimic the priests of Avodah So I say, it's actually interesting, the priests of Avodah would have this haircut, where essentially they have hair on the top and they would shave off. It's like, you see like certain monks like this, no? Like uh, a bowl cut, a bowl cut, right? So right, you have, you have just hair on the top and the whole, the whole, the whole side is shaved. So I will say, according to the Sefer HaChinuch, that was the reason for this prohibition. That was the common haircut of the old Avodah the clergy of Avodah So therefore, again, that's what the Torah says, Lo sakifu pa'as rashechem. Fine. So both saying, I watch this. So here's what's interesting. So Yochel Af Mitzora. So on one hand, the Torah tells me you cannot shave your head. 
you cannot shave your head. So I'll say, if that's the case, Yochel Af Mitzora, I might have thought that this applies to the Mitzora as well. Talmud Lomar, Rosho. Therefore, we'll say, no, no, the Torah tells you the Mitzora has to shave his head. Has to shave his head. Rosho has So the Gemara says, Talmud, I'm sorry, Ab Mitzora, King Talmud Lomar, Rosho. So the Gemara says, one second. So we'll say, but one second, remember we pointed this out before? The Pasuk by Mitzora goes into a lot of specificity. So the Torah is already telling me that the Mitzora has to shave his beard. But what's already telling me that the, the Mitzora has to shave his beard? And I both remember again, the shaving of the beard with a razor is its own biblical prohibition. Its own biblical prohibition. So I'll say, so by the way, I'll say it's important to note that, that again, in general, with, these, with this discussion about even shaving the beard, there's a whole discussion about what does it apply to? Is it only a razor or any type of shaving? So again, interesting machloksim over here that are beyond our scope. But Lamaisa, but Lamaisa, the Torah the says as follows. So why do you need Roshow altogether? After all, just learn out from Zikano. The fact that, the fact that the Torah is going ahead and telling the Messiah that what? That he could shave his beard tells us that Mitzora kind of supersedes any of these other biblical prohibitions of shaving the beard or the head. So essentially, once you know that he could shave the beard, right, that set with a razor, that essentially tells me that he could shave his head as well. So why Rosho? Why do you need Rosho at all? Why do you need Rosho at all? So the Gemara says, the safe of is called the Sanya. Zikano, Tepasik says that the Mitzorah shaves his beard. What's the tradition that here it is? So I'll say the Torah gives a biblical prohibition to shaving your beard. You're not allowed to shave your beard with a razor. Again, the Torah is telling me that's a biblical prohibition. You might have thought that therefore Mitzorah is prohibited from doing so as well. Talmud Lomar, Zikano. Therefore, the Pasik tells me his beard, which teaches me that halacha lamaisa, the Mitzorah is permitted to go ahead and shave his beard even with a razor. So the Kimara says, now watch this. Watch this. So I'll say, so now I'm left with a fundamental issue, which is, why do I need both? In other words, the both say, the prohibition to shave your beard with a razor and shave your head with a razor are, are like sister concepts. So essentially, once I know that one of them is permitted, then logic should dictate that what? The other is permitted as well. If that's the case, I don't need both Rosho and Zikano. Just tell me one of them, and I can easily extrapolate the other. So it says, we'll say, by the way, I just want to point out, we've switched gears over here. This is all by Mitzorah now, right? This is not by Nazir. This is all by Mitzorah. So the Gemara says, We'll say three lines are from the bottom. Here we go. You need both, and I'll tell you why. Here we go. If the Torah would have just said that the Mitzorah shaves his beard and didn't give me a license to shave his head, I would have said, ah, there's a very simple reason. They both say, if you remember again, we spoke about this last week. So there's an interesting machokis I will say about the following. What happens if a person doesn't just shave the sides of their head, but rather what? They shave their head in its entirety. Right? Take a razor to the whole head. Is that, is that a violation 
of the love of HaKafer. Now, both say, now, based on the Sefer HaKinuch that I told you, you see it's an interesting Shiloh. Why is it an interesting Shiloh? Because the Sefer HaKinuch understands that the love of HaKafer was really to resemble the idolatrous clergy. Well, they were dafka leaving hair on the top. I don't know why I keep doing that, right? I don't know what I was right. I was right. They, they, they were leaving hair. I, I have the reverse. I'm so from, I have a reverse haircut. Right? That's an average, right? So I'll say, so, so, so the Maisa, so the Maisa, right? They dafka shaved the sides in order to go ahead and leave the top. So therefore, you might have thought, hakafas kol harosh, which is, again, shaving the whole head. Maybe it's not a lavdaraisa at all. That's the havamina. To which the Gemara says, Havamina ha'kafas kol shlosh ma'kafa, l'ha'chi kasev rachman arosho. So I'll say, now watch this. Therefore, watch this structure. The, the Torah is trying to teach us that even if you shave the entire head, it's still misadaraisa. This is always the interesting part, again, in general, when you look for shrasha mitzvah, when you look for reasons behind the mitzvah, right? Whenever they say Rakhinov give us reasons, so the reasons are always there to give us an appreciation, but the appreciation of understanding is never the totality of the mitzvah. So here's a perfect example, right? The Sefer Achinuch says, the prohibition to cut the corners of your head with a razor is so as not to resemble the old devil, the Zara. That being, if that was the sole reason of the mitzvah, then Allah, shaving of the entire should be permitted. Because that does not resemble the Kodesh of the Zara. But yet we know that HaKafas Kalarosh is still in Isser Daraisa. Still in Isser Daraisa. So therefore, again, because it's in Isser Daraisa, what do you need? The word Rosho is where the Torah says to the, to the Mitzorah, do it anyway. Right? So I will say, the word Rosho teaches me that even though HaKafas Kalarosh is still in Isser Daraisa, Rosho is the biblical mandate to do it, nevertheless. So I will say, what is this a case of? This is a case of an assay. I need Rosho, I need Rosho to teach me what? Rosho teaches me that even though Hakafas Kala Rosh is an Isr Daoraisa, the Mitsora still has to shave his entire head with a razor. Fine, I'm a base. I'm a base. The Ikas of Rosho, the Lokas of Zikano. On the other hand, if the Torah would have just said Rosho and not Zikano, not the beard, Hamamina. Mashmatarti. I would have thought that ultimately, you know, so Rabbi Rosho comes to include everything. Comes to include everything. Right? So, say, so if you take a look, right. So Mashmatarti, the Asi Asay, the Asi Asay, I'm sorry, the Asi Asay, the Dachi Asay. So the Gemara says, listen to this. Uva Mashma, da Kafas Kalarosh, Shmaha Kafa. So I say, watch this. The Gemara says, you're right. Had we just said Rosho, Rosho could have really been one-stop shopping, right? What would Rosho have taught me about, say? Rosho, number one, teaches me that what? Number one, first of all, Rosho would have included Zikano. In other words, once the Torah tells me that you shave your entire head, right, for the purposes of the concluding rites of the Mitzorah, if you could violate the love of Peis, you certainly could violate the love of what? Right? Pas Zikano no Sigalehu, right, of shaving the beard. So that's right. From Rosho, I could have learned Zikano. Not only that, what else do I learn from Rosho? Asi Asei, Vedochelos Asei. Right? I also learned that Allah Chalam again, the positive commandment of the Mitzorah going ahead and cutting his hair, right? Goes ahead and is Dochelos Asei of Peis and corners of the beard. So in reality, I could have learned out everything from Rosho. Rosho could have taught me everything. Number one, 
that akafas kalaroshma akafa, cutting of the entire head, shaking the entire head is still an isidara isa. I would have learned from Rosho that Rosho includes beard, and I also would have learned that I say dokalosase, I learned all of that stuff from Rosho. Aye, if that's the case, if that's the case, vakati, bitar minal, and I will say four lines, three lines up from the bottom, the mouth of the base, and I will say, but what wouldn't I know? How do I know that it's done with a razor? Right, so, say, so just to be clear over here, let's go through what would Rosho teach me, right? Number one, Rosho teach, let's go through the order. What, what does Rosho teach me? That the Mitzorah shaves his entire head, okay? What do I, so I will say, if he's shaving the entire head, I would also learn the license to what? Shave his entire beard. What else do I learn from here? That hakafas kalarosh shma hakafa, cutting of the entire head, shaving the entire head, right, is called, is still, t- in other circumstances, a violation of, ka- of, of rounding out the corners. And number four, what I would have learned was, asi ase vidokhalos ase. Good, I could have learned all that out from Rochelle. But I will say, what's missing? What's missing? Razor. How do I know, how do I know that this has to be done with a razor? Vakati bitar minalan. It was at the end of the day, what I don't know ultimately again is how is that it has to be done with the razor. So how do I know that it has to be done with the razor? Lahachi kazav rachmano zikano. They both say therefore halachalam saw The pasuk writes zikano. Zikano teaches me. I both say that what that the shaving has to dafka be done with a razor. Now take a quick look at the rush. So the rush is on the right-hand margin, pretty much like in the middle there. Listen to this. You'll ask yourself for one second, how does Zikano teach me that the shaving is done with a razor? Right? How does that mean? Because I think about it. If the shaving wasn't done with a razor, the Torah wouldn't have to permit something. Zikano, right? When the Torah is telling about the shaving of the Nazir, Torah is not just simply telling me a halacha, because the halacha could have been learned out from Rosho. The Torah is being, the Drash of the Gemara is, the Torah is being matir something that is usher in all other circumstances. What's the thing that the Torah is being matir, right? What's the thing the Torah is being matir? The use of a razor. The use of a razor. So Zikano teaches me that you're allowed to use something on your beard that you're not allowed to use in any other circumstance. And what is that? That's the razor. That's the razor. Sefer, I just want to point out, this is an absolutely magnificently beautiful and riveting drasha. say what it turns out over here is like this. From the, from the Mitzorah, it's just really fascinating. From the Mitzorah, here's what I know. Right? Said, isn't it incredible, by the way, how like, we read these psukim in the Torah all the time. And like, you know, you just go through them. And, and it's incredible just like the depth and profundity to each of us. You know, this, by the way, is the, this by the very apropos because Purim, you know, the Antiv of Purim is Kimo Bekiblu. Purim was the second Kabbalah Satorah. And specifically, what Purim is, is Kabbalah Satorah of Torah Shabbat Torah Shabbat right? By Harsina, we said, Naase Nishma. So Naase, Naase is Torah Shabbat the real law. Nishma, we'll hear about Torah Shabbat right? Because that's going to that's gonna be developed throughout the generations. Purim, Purim, the Kabbalah Satorah, right? The rededication of Torah of Purim is Dafka centered on Torah Shabbat I will say, in this drasha is such a paradigmatic example of the beauty of Torah Shabbat So let's put the whole drasha together. So say, so what do I learn from the concluding rites of the Mitzorah? So number one, Rosho. Rosho. And in reality, I was going with the last version over here. What can I learn from Rosho? I will say, what can I learn from Rosho? 
The truth is, anything and everything you want out of life, you can get from Rosho. Right? At, at least when it comes to Mitzorah. Right? So, Rosh, so what does it teach me? It teaches me, number one, that Allah so the Nazir is going to be shaving. It could teach me that the Nazir is shaving what? Both his head and his beard. Because in reality, once you're allowed to remove the payas, by definition, I'm, I know I'm allowed to remove the beard as well. So everything could be learned out. Everything could be learned out from Rosho. What else does Rosho teach me? So number one, it teaches me head and beard. Number two, it teaches me that Allah kafas kala which is how we pass Allah Even if you shave your entire head, that is still a violation ultimately again of the removal of the corners of the head. I also learn asay dochelosa, say which is inherent, which is inherent. I will say right, and this is a good example of reish lakishis halacha, right? Of asay dochelosa, say. So we'll say, what don't I learn? And what was the last thing I say? Dochalosa, say, good. And we'll say, what else? What? So that, that's Rosho. Then comes Zikano. What does Zikano come to teach me? Tar, razor. Razor. How does Zikano teach me razor? Because the Torah has, if Torah has to go out of its way to say that you go ahead and remove the beard, it means it must be removing the beard in a way that would otherwise be us. Namely, what? With a razor. So we'll say, that's the entire drasha of Rosho and Zikano. Beautiful. Rabbi Eliezer. So we'll say, so now, okay, beautiful. So now, I just want to point out, according to this approach, the Makar, the source of Ase Doha Lo Sase is Mitzorah. Is Mitzorah. Right? They will say, because it's incredible. By the way, why is it Mitzorah? Also because Mitzorah has multiple Ase Doha Lo Sase's. When I say multiple, two. Right? In other words, you're shaving your head and you're shaving your beard. Now, the removal of the payas, right, and the removal of the corners of the beard are two different prohibitions. Yet, in the purification process of the Mitzorah, you're going to be violating both of them, right? Why? Because the assay of Mitzorah, or the assay of Mitzorah, is docha, the low assay of rounding out the corners and shaving off the beard. I will say, watch this, Rabbi Eliezer. The assay, the docha is low assay, minole. I will say, where does, Rabbi, where does Rabbi Eliezer learn that I say dochalosa say? Right? So I will say, he's not learning out from here. So I guess this is beautiful. Where does he learn it out from? Yolif Migdilim. I will say, learns that from Tzitzis. From Tzitzis, very exciting. Very exciting. Tzitzis, why? I will say, what does the Pasuk say? The Sanyo, lo silbash, shatnis. The Torah says, you're not allowed to wear shatnis. That's the Pasuk. You're not, you're, not, you're not allowed to wear shotness. Now, both say, now, right after the Torah says you're not allowed to wear shotness, both say, so just to give you the order of the Pesukim, Torah says, Lo silba shotness, you can't wear shotness, wool and linen mixed together. The very next Pasuk is, Gidilim taseloch al arba kanfos ksuscho asher techaseba. The very next Pasuk, I will say, is what? Make tzitzis. Make tzitzis. What do we learn from here? Hagidilim, top of Membeis, Hagidilim, Tasa Lacha Mehem. They both say, what do we learn from here? We learn that Allah Lamaisa, you can make tzitzis from shatnis. And they both say, so I just want to point out this, by the way, this drasha. See, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, I don't understand. How do you make that drasha? In other words, I understand they're juxtaposed, but from where, in other words, the, going back to Eshlakish, I'll say. Rishlakish told us, when does Asay Dochalosa say apply? When does it apply? When you can't do both, right? That, that's the operative piece of here. In other words, then Allah Lamaisa, in other words, can you imagine, by the way, if a person at their whim 
could say, I say doche say, just like for anything. Just like, just like for anything. You, you know, as, whatever, you, 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 you imagine like how much destruction right, you could bring upon the world if you were just able to apply I say doche say at your whim. So obviously, the Shlakish comes along and says, whoa, hold up, hold up. I say doche say works when you cannot fulfill both. But if you can fulfill both, then I look at my say, so I say, so I don't stand. Where, where in the drusha do you see that Sitzis allows you to go ahead and violate Shatnitz? So we'll say, because there's another operative principle over here that the Gemara is not explicitly articulated, but it's understood, which is, we're Doresh Smuchin. So we'll say, Dashin Smuchin is another exegetical principle where we analyze juxtapositions. Now we know that the placement of things in the Torah is not random. So now, but I will point out, not everyone darshins smuchin. That's also machlokes. It's a machlokes. But obviously, again, this drasha is predicated on smuchin as well. So therefore, the fact that the Torah juxtaposes shatnis and shatnis and sitzis indicates to us what that shatnis could even be made. Sorry, that sitz can be shatnis. So I'll just point out to you, by the way. And I, did, I didn't really look into this much. The interesting, I think, potentially, the more paradigmatic example of this would have been, we just had this, Big Day Kahuna. And I would say, Big Day Kahuna are explicitly shotness. Explicitly shotness. So that's an incredible example of Asei Doha Losase. Now, it could be very well that Torah doesn't bring that because that's also explicitly articulated by the Ribbono Shalom. Possible. But Lamaisa, again, that, that's a case of Shatna. It's also maybe only applies to Koran, whatever it is. But I'll say, I will tell you, Halokha Lamaisa, this is how we pass in. Sisis can be made from Shatnas. This is made from Shatnas. So you could have a wool beged, linen sitsis, wool, 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 you know, or any combination of that. And Allah Chalamais against Rabbi Eliezer, who doesn't learn out, from Metzorah, will learn it out from Sitzis. Incredible. Let's just go a little bit weiter. Just make, cover a little bit of ground. Tomorrow's a longer daf. So we'll cover a little bit of ground tomorrow. This is Amr Mar. The Kulam Shegilchu Shalobetar, O Sheshairu, O Sheshairu Shtei Saros, Lo Asavaloklom. So we'll say, interesting enough, the Gimara says. Now, so we're transitioning a little bit over here. Anytime that any time that the, the Mitzorah, right, or the Nazir for that matter, went ahead and left over, Shigilchu Shalobatar, didn't use a razor, or left over two hairs. Mm-hmm. So I will say, now we're transitioning over here to the actual shaving process. If in the shaving process, the individual left unshaved two hairs or more, it's, the, the shaving is ineffective. Amravacha Bereidravika, so I say, it's very interesting. Zosomeres, Rubo Kikulo Midaraisa. This is incredible side. What do you learn from here? Learn from here that in general, in general, the concept in halacha is Rubo Kikulo, which means what? Majority is like the whole. Now, where do you learn that out from? Mimai, Midigali, Mimai, Midigali Rachman, Agabe Nazir, Yomashi, Galchano, Hachohu Da'adi Ikakulo, Habaama Rubo Kikulo. So I will say this is fascinating. From the fact that the Torah has to make a drasha, I will say, right, the drasha over here is, by, by the Mitzorah, Bayom HaShvi'ini Yigalchenu. So I will say, that's the drasha. The drasha is, sorry, Yigalchenu means you have to shave. And what do you have to shave? What do you have to shave? What do you have to shave? Everything. Meaning what? That if you leave unshaved two hairs or more, that invalidates the shaving. 
Then we'll say, take a quick look at the rush for just a moment. This is the first rush on the daf. Truth is, this Pasuk Rabosai, that on day number seven you have to shave, is really unnecessary. Why? The Galach Es Rosho. The Gilach Es Rosho. Rabosai, the Torah already said that the, Nazir, that the Mitzvah has to shave his head. We, we, already, we already had this. We already had this. It's unnecessary to repeat, Ubayom Hashvi, Biyom Hashvi Yigachenu. So Rabosai, so why is it repeated? reading Rosh, we'll say, this is absolutely incredible. So watch this, watch this. Let's just follow the progression over here. We're introduced to the halacha. And we'll say, what's the halacha? If you're a mitzorah, you shaved your head, and you left over two hairs unshaved, what's the halacha? You've invalidated your shaving. Now we'll say, where do, let, let's go the bad of order. Where do we learn this from? Where do you learn it from? Bayom hashvi'i. On seventh day, he has to shave. That phrase is redundant. Why? Because the Torah already told us that the Nazir has to shave. So why is the Torah Kedosha repeating it? So the Gemara is understanding why? To place an emphasis. What's the emphasis on? That what do you have to shave? What do you have to shave? Everything. Apparently there's some margin of error. What can you leave over? What can you leave over? One hair. One hair. Right, but anything more than one hair, two hairs or more, invalidated. So the, the reinforcement of Bayom Shvi Yigachenu is to reinforce the fact that you cannot leave over anything. Now, both say, here's what's interesting. So what the Gemara is dashing over here is the fact that the Torah has to say Bayom Shvi Yigachenu, right, teaches me that what? So I will say, let's, let's, let's talk for just a moment. Without that, without that Pasuk, Yom Shvi Yigachenu, what, what would I have thought? I would have thought, Ruboki Kulo. That as long as the Nazir shaves, sorry, the Mitzvah shaves most of his head, right, we're good to go. Rove. Rove. Rove is a principle that guides us in most of halacha. So the fact that the Torah has saved Yom Sheikh comes to teach us that no, it's dafka here that he has to shave everything. Without this Pasuk, without this Pasuk, we normally assume in other areas of halacha that what? Majority is just fine. Rubo Kikulo. So listen to this. So the Gemara says, Midigali Rachmona Gabi Nazir. Sorry, I keep saying Mitzvah. Gabi Nazir. Since the Torah says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This is by Nazir Tame. This is by Nazir Tame, right? The Nazir, we're going to see a lot of these halachas are interchangeable, right? But the Nazir Tame, right, which is the person who's in the middle of his Nazir Nazirus, he becomes Tame. He becomes Tame. Now we'll say, now what happens? He has to undergo the entire process, gay purification, shaving. So the Torah says, by the Nazir Tame, So we'll say, it's Dafka here where he has to shave everything. But without this drasha, I would have said what? Majority is like everything. Good. So I will say that's, that's the drasha. So you understand what's happening over here? Torah introducing us to this concept. Ultimately, again, So again, I'm sorry, let me reorient ourselves a little bit. This is talking about the Nazir who became Tomei. Nazir became Tomei. Remember what happens? What happens if you become Tomei? You have to go ahead and essentially observe your days of Tara, then shave, restart, restart your Neder Nazirus. So therefore the Torah is telling me that if when shaving he left over two hairs or more, he invalidates, he invalidates the shaving. Why? Because the Torah goes out of its way to say, to say that you need a full shaving. Had it not said this, I would have said, Rupo Kikulo. Fine. So we'll say, watch this. One second. Hi, Benazir Tamik Siv. Rabbi said, Why you bring a Raya for this? 
This is written by a Nazir Tame. As we just said before, Nabal said, look at the Rosh. Hai bin Nazir Tame Ksiv. Hai gachenu demash makulo. Umas nisim katani af Nazir Tahar. Beisars makvos. Nabal said, now halacha lemaisa. Halacha lemaisa. The Brisa that we quoted before was talking about a Nazir Tahar. A regular Nazir. That if a Nazir at the end of his nether Naziris leaves over two hairs, he's invalidated his entire shaving. But you bring a raya from where? From where? From Nazir Tame. So how can you bring a raya from Nazir Tame to Nazir Tar? So I will say, listen to this. Machku alav b'ma'arava. After Rabbi Yosef Yerichalina said this, they laughed at him in Eretz Yisrael. Right? When he said this, they laughed at him. Right? They mocked, they mocked this question. Michti Nazir Tame debitar minolan. So I will say, this just a moment. From where do we know that a Nazir Tame goes ahead and shaves his head with a razor. Where do we learn it out from? Mi Nazir Tar Yalif. We also learn it out from Nazir Tar. Ay, leisi Nazir Tar v'leilif mi Nazir Tame. So therefore, halach l'maysa, the same way that we learn out Nazir Tame from Nazir, I'm sorry, Nazir Tar from Nazir Tame when it comes to razor. So so too we can learn out Nazir Tar from Nazir Tame when it comes to leaving over unshaved hairs. Ma Tame ki shayr shtei sa'aros v'loklom. Just like by Nazir Tameh, ultimately, again, if he leaves over two hairs, he invalidates the shaving. So, obviously, the Gemara says, Hachanami ki shayr shtei saros lo velo klum avid. So, too, by Nazir Tar, if you leave over two hairs, halacha you've done nothing as well. So, I will say, so watch what's happening over here. So, the Gemara introduced, just to, just to kind of just solidify the flow. So, the Gemara introduces the concept that if a Nazir Tar, at the end of his purification process, goes ahead and leaves two hairs uncut, the, 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 the shaving is invalid. Where does the Gemara prove that from? Where does the Gemara prove it from? From the Pasuk of Beyom Hashvi'i Yegachenu. Yegachenu reinforcing he has to shave. Why does it have to say he has to shave? It's reinforcing that he has to shave everything. But yet, Rabbi say, where is that written? By Nazir Tameh. Rabbi Yossi says, one second, how can you bring a proof from Nazir Tame to Nazir Tahar, they laughed at him in Eretz Yisrael. Both say, why did they laugh at him? Because Lamaisa, what are you talking about? That's what we were doing this entire time. There are so, in other words, essentially what we do is, we create a halachic bridge between Nazir Tame and Nazir Tahar and learn out halachos one from the other. For example, from where do we know ultimately again that Nazir uses a razor? We learn out from Nazir Tahar, but we apply that to Nazir Tame as well. And so too, just like a Nazir Tame, if he leaves over two hairs, Halacha lemaisa, the shaving is invalid. So to by Nazir Tahar, if he leaves over two hairs, ultimately the shaving is invalid. As Rabbi said, I just mentioned on this concept of rubo kikulo. It's interesting, I will say that, you know, the Gemara is assuming over here that this is the exception to the rule. Normally, Allah lemaisa, we would hold rubo kikulo, right? The majority counts as the whole. This is the exception. I will say, the concept of rubo kikulo is absolutely true in Halacha. It's, it's interesting to ponder whether it applies hashkafa lamaisa, right? In halacha lamaisa it applies hashkafa lamaisa. I'll say, rubo kikulo, thinking about this, sometimes we pass it, sometimes we don't pass it. For example, sometimes a person starts something in life. Starts something in life. Hey, and what happens? We know this, this happens to all of us. You know, you get started on something and it's exciting when you start it. And where do you get to? Where do you get to? Rubo. Right? I, I go ahead and I really like, I accomplish a lot, I finish a lot, but I haven't quite gotten it to the finish line. And what do we often tell ourselves? No problem. How do we pass him? 
He'll say, it's not true in life initiatives. Right? Again, he'll say, that the proof to this is, you know, the Torah tells us, the Torah tells us that Yoshua, right, credits Yoshua with burying the Atzmos Yosef in Shechem, in Eretz Yisrael. And yet again, the Gemara says, but one second, Moshe Rabbeinu was the one who retrieved the, the remains of Yosef from Mitzrayim, carried them through the desert. Why does Yoshua, why does Yoshua get credit for it? And what essentially the Gemara says is, at the end of the day, who gets credit for any life initiative? The one who finishes. Starting is very nice. Starting is very beautiful. But success in life is not gauged by what you start. Success in life is gauged by what you finish. And that's why Rubo Kikulo, we pass in that way, but we don't pass in that way, when do you finish something, Rabbi Osei? When you finish it. Right? And this is so important because our, right, our, 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 you know, our life closets are filled with so many you know, partially started or partially completed life initiatives. Because whatever the reason, so often, we just lack the drive to get things to the finish line. And it's such an important sort of life accomplishment. You start something, you finish it. You find some way to bring it to completion. Rubo Kikulo applies for the Nazir, but it doesn't apply in our life initiatives. We'll, also, we'll stop over here for today. Let's do Mesil HaTisharim for a couple of minutes. We'll both say today is our second to last year of Mesil HaTisharim tomorrow. We complete the Sefer Amir Tzashem. So let's, uh, let's finish a little bit. We only have a short, a short section today.